Good morning, everybody. Uh, today is Thursday, the 29th. Another episode of Shots on Info. Quick disclaimer before we begin. This is a conversation between me and Randy. Nothing in this podcast is should be taken as um ex, as an expert advice. By no means we are experts on this field. We are learning. And yeah. All right. So let's jump right into it. Let's get into the topics. So in finance, we got building a diverse portfolio. On fitness, we got cardio and how to best go about it. And on the personal development side, we got time management. Um, pretty good stuff overall. We'll probably dive in and get pretty in-depth with most of these things. But we'll try not to get too in-depth so we don't you know, spend too, too much time here. But uh, let's start off with the first section here with the finance and building a diverse stock portfolio. So what do you think is required to have a good portfolio? Uh, the best. Oh, diversification for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important to be diverse because you never know whether uh, one company is going to uh, lift you up and another company is going to drag you down. So balancing out your gains and losses can take you a long way and make, uh, you know, can help you maintain an stable uh, portfolio. But the question is how you can diversify. Mm-hmm. So in terms of diversification, um, well, you have to be of the mind of thinking of what, we need in terms of just everyday life um so we have technology we have industry uh energy food there's so many different things that we need every day it's kind of hard to think like for it to come off the top of my head but most of these crucial things that we need every day um when it comes to building a diverse stock portfolio that's kind of the approach you need to take uh so i would say that let's say for hypothetically, let's say you're the, the type of person that's really big on technology, right? If you were really big on technology while we were in the shutdown during the pandemic, you would have made an insane amount of profit because technology was the only thing going up pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, it started stagnating. And now we're starting to get to that point where we're starting to go back down simply because it just ran up so much. And everything else is kind of just pretty much staying at a bottom because it hasn't really risen in any way. So in having a diverse stock portfolio, what you end up doing is kind of mitigating the losses of, let's say if you went all in on tech, if you were diversified in technology, pharmaceutical companies, food industries, uh, travel, um, what else? Commodities, commodities, futures, ETFs. Mm -hmm. There's so much that you can uh, invest in. There's, the list goes on and on and on and on. Um, definitely do your own research, depending on what you're looking for into trading. Now, you, there's no way that you can you know, trade or put your money into each single category, but you should be choosing wisely which, which one to invest on. Um, but yeah, I stay away from commodities personally and energy because those are very, very risky. Um, risky risky sectors to invest you never know and but yeah other than that i pretty much invest most like uh the way that i do it on my portfolio it would be uh 40 on tech 
the rest I diversified in between um, some services, clouding. Uh, I had some financial stocks I got rid of this week because they're doing pretty bad. Airlines, some um, indexes um, such as high dividend indexes and also long-term indexes. But there are indexes for everything as well. So if you don't have enough money to buy each individual company, you can just put money on indexes. And what uh, we talked about indexes before on mutual funds, they are pretty much a way to diversify your portfolio without having to invest in, this, in each single company, but, in each, but invest on the sector that you're looking for, such as real estate as well. So, um, so if you're looking into real estate, but you can't afford to buy a house right now, just invest in real estate, uh, an index fund for a real, real estate. A good one is from Vanguard. Um, but yeah, that's how I do it personally. What about you? Yeah, really similar approach. Right? But um, the way I go about it is kind of diversify myself even more. So instead mm-hmm. of like you said, you have 40% in technology. Yeah, that's the best. Kinda... Mm-hmm. Yeah, best yeah, yeah. I only go for about 20%. Um, I know it's pretty small, relatively speaking. And if I was the kind of person that went big on technology, mm-hmm. it would make a lot more. But whenever it goes down, it's not that bad. Correct. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like yesterday, the whole market went red. And you saw what ends up happening when you have a big technology uh, portfolio. It just Correct. dives because technology is, <clears throat> it's, still up and coming it's not even a sector that's been fully established yet and it has a lot of potential for up to go really high and then at the same time a lot of potential for it to go really low so you got to be careful with that um yeah absolutely Uh, definitely having like the big portion on tech has been one of the a blessing and a curse in some way because i and when it was rising so big i made so much money but right now i'm seeing the downsides as brandy mentioned yesterday i was down almost one grand just because of tech, even though I'm starting to have my sizes on that. For example, I hold 40 shares of Apple, trying to cut it down to like 10, because Apple, it's been, and depending on today, see how it goes today also, gotta see um, yeah. earnings reports. And I'm just expecting a little bounce back, to be honest, and I'm getting rid of a lot of my tech sectors. So cutting down to, probably 20 percent and you know kind of diversifying a little bit better as well because uh, like we mentioned the catalyst of the elections and also uh that you know that spending season is coming like the christmas and black friday so we've got to see like the commercial sector like amazon walmart i mean amazon is still a tech but usually co- i consider more like commerce rather than tech um and same thing with Walmart, Target, all those are really good investments regarding the Christmas season. Also, Caterpillar, believe it or not, Caterpillar during uh, winter season usually tends to go up. So I'm looking into that, even though they had a um, good earnings report yesterday, they were on red. But I still believe during the winter season um, on January or February, they're going to make some profit back. So. We've got to see how they do it there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, right now, in terms of <clears throat> building out a diverse portfolio as well, risk mm-hmm. management is key. 
So you got to make sure that you're not going too overboard in terms of like the finances you can put into it just as much as you can. Um, something that I usually like to recommend to most people starting out is to go with a uh, broker or brokerage that gives you the opportunity to do fractional share buying. So that means you can buy a really small percent. You can literally buy as little as $1 of any company. So let's say Amazon right now is at what? $3,300 per stock. You can buy as little as $1 of that. You do that with these, uh, with some brokerages like uh, Fidelity. You can do it with Robinhood, um, Stash. And those are the three that come to mind right now. So that way it's not like, okay, I understand that I have to diversify my portfolio, but in order for me to do that, I got to have a good amount of capital because in order for me to be in all these sectors, I need money for that. You do, but you don't actually need that much money. Yeah, no, indeed. Like you can, you can have a pretty, pretty good diverse portfolio with like 1K to 5K. You don't need that, like rent dimensions. You don't need a lot of money to start investing, regardless where you are in life. Uh, even you can start with $500 and you can still maintain um, a really good diverse portfolio. Thank you to the fractional shares that he was mentioning. And how they work is pretty much you buy a piece of the pie. So like a percentage of it or like the dollar amount. For example, if a share is $100, you can just buy a dollar, two dollars, just like he explained it. But yeah, it's a, it's a really good, it's a really good uh, way. I need to start using that more often. I tend to just buy uh, complete shares just because I like whole numbers. But um, yeah, it's, it's one of my you know tedious habits, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I pay the price for it, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, like the consequences, I meant, not like the, mm. the But not even, I mean, like at the end of the day, the whole point is to get to a full share. Um, mm-hmm. But again, you, if you're smart about it, you can do this, this um, fractional share buying give yourself that diversity without needing to expose yourself to that much risk. Indeed, indeed, yeah. Pretty much all there is to it. Um, Is there anything else? Yeah, when it comes to diversification, now in the long run, uh, I would suggest not just, you know, diversify your portfolio on the stock market, diversify your portfolio overall. Uh, when it comes to like, you know, investments that you have outside of the market, uh, maybe you can get some bonds, um, 10 year, 10 year um, yield. Right now, the um, three year uh, bond is really high with percentages uh, because everybody is looking at short terms. Uh, you can even get up, like once you get, uh, buy, get enough capital, you can definitely buy a house. That's a really good investment to have. Um, maybe, you know, invest on some real estate of course uh invest in yourself as well diversify your abilities as a person that was a really good one to diversify your portfolio and yeah so like looking at at the long term definitely diversify your life overall because that's going to keep it balanced and you're going to see that a good way to start the stock market it can teach you how to start you know how to look at it how to approach it and you can yeah. buy it and you and you and your whole life later on but yeah so, diversification so. is key guys when it comes to mm-hmm. long term um but yeah it, i think yeah it is warren buffett who always mentions about diversification and the importance yeah. of it mm-hmm. cool uh news updates what do you got for me all right so like we mentioned earlier the whole market just plummeted yesterday um 
given the whole situation with the pandemic and coronavirus cases rising. <laughs> coronavirus. Coronavirus. Um, the whole market kind of just fell yesterday. There's no mm-hmm. particular talk about the uh, the stimulus anymore, so that's not really giving people much hope either. So until this ele- until the elections are over, we're pretty much just going downwards. We're spiraling down, and I would even wager to say that we're probably going to continue to go down after the elections, given the <clears throat> whole situation with it being uh, what is what's it called um, where you can send the vote the in uh, in house ballot ballot. The mail-in, mail-in, mail-in ballot. Oh, the, the mail-in. So the mail-in ballot, so <clears throat> if they want to, they can start contesting whatever the results end up being in the end. So that's going to be another show and another mess. So we got to kind of just take it from there. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, in terms of me and my trading, I ended up dumping my Peloton position for some profit just because I was tired of it uh, being too inconsistent. Oddly enough, the one day that the whole market goes red, the thing actually stays <laughs> up, and now it's starting to recover. So I'm going to take it from there. If this thing actually decides to recover and go back to where it was before, I might have to buy back in. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, Peloton was one of the green ones yesterday, which was really good to see. Uh, on my side, on my end, some of the news that I have from you is uh, from the earnings report yesterday. Uh, all the companies that were well that I was looking forward that, that I was uh, keeping an eye on, which included let me just do a check, uh, GE, Mastercards, UPS, uh, Pinterest, and Visa, also Etsy. They report good earnings, uh, strong earnings reports, except for Boeing. The Boeing company was down. I'm actually trying to get rid of them uh, on my portfolio because I've been it's been on red for so long. I don't see any time going back up as long as travel is there's being a thing or oh, boeing is one of, also a little backstory boeing there's only two manufacturers of commercial airplanes and boeing is one of them and that's one of the reasons i hold i've been holding it for so long but uh it's been bad news bad news after bad news that I, i'm just tired of it but what's the other one uh airbus Airbus. Yeah. Uh, good. Um, aside of that, in other news, three CEOs, three tech CEOs, uh, which is uh, Facebook, Twitter, and I think it's Google as well. Uh, they pres- Yeah, it is Google. Yes, yeah, so it's mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg, Twitter, uh, Jack Dorsey, and Sundar Pichai. Sorry if I mis- mm-hmm. mispronounced that. From the alphabet, they appear on issue of competition, uh, consume, I mean, <laughs> they, they, they testified in front of the Senate yesterday uh, as, um, you know, dealing with the issue of competition, consumer privacy, and hate speech. So that's why I'm not sure if they're going to be able to hold their earnings and whether today they're going to do a bounce back. I'm really hoping that it does, that will be the case. But yeah, so it's bad news after bad news. And once again, elections is in less than a week. So that's a huge catalyst right now in the market. Uh, but it's a, it's a negative catalyst, meaning that it's having a negative effect. Uh, then, um, how you call it? The inconsistency? No inconsistency. Mm-hmm. 
No, you don't the volatility? Know. You want, no, when you want to know something but you don't know yet, I forgot the word for it. Uh, I kind of said the definition. So that people are expecting uh, to um, Congress get back into Democrats and maybe also get the presidential. But time to time, historically, Trump is still like they, they might be able to win the Congress back, but we don't know about the presidential. Trump has really high um, expectations from what I saw three conservative states. They, you know, they're not allowing to keep counting mailing ballots after uh, Tuesday three, which is really, which really suck. So um, we gotta see how that ends up. And if that's the case, it, it would be good. I'm not gonna lie, it would be good for the market, but not for the economy overall. <laughs> yeah, it would be just it would it would be just like you know a little boost just for the stock market. This the economy overall it keeps failing. Less jobs. Um, vaccine is still unpredictable when it's gonna come out, and all this is just adding up for 2020. And remember, guys, coronavirus is not doesn't have expiration date of 2020. It's gonna continue in 2021. So we got to see how long it takes us to recuperate on that aspect. Yeah, they're projecting oh. that it's probably keep the COVID will last for another, probably into the summer of next year now. Yeah, so it's, it's very predictable on that. And also on my day trade, I made good pro- I took a position back on, what was it, Tuesday on SQQ. Uh, I made good profit yesterday on that aspect, but I didn't make that for my losses on my long-term portfolio which is okay. Um, for today, I'm taking a good position on TQQ. And also, wait, I found at this one. I found this really good um, index. Forget the name of it. Bear with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so SVXY. So it's SVXY and UVXY. So pretty much they're uh, similar to SQQ and TQQ. Uh, check it out. So I'm taking a position on S. Forget the name again. <laughs> S S V X Y. Yeah, um, because they tend to go with the market once it's green. It has a it kind of goes it outperforms the market in a sense. So if the market rises one percent, this one tends to rise at one point one percent. So it's a little bit extra. So we gotta see how that goes. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, in other news, we can move on to the next section, which is fitness. Right, so let's jump into some cardio. So, cardio. Um, obviously, by that expression, we know you don't like it, but... Um, so, like, here's the thing. Cardio, people generally don't like because it's either boring or it's too intense. And that's basically just not where you want to be in terms of just torturing yourself. If anything, most people like to do some resistance training just because you can actually see tangible benefits in terms of strength. And the cardio benefits that you get don't really seem like much. You can run a little bit farther, and that's just like whatever, right? But mm-hmm. definitely crucial for your long-term health. Um, as you get older, your lungs and your heart, you need to keep these things conditioned just so that you age well as opposed to you aging poorly. And then over time, you start getting more medical complications and little by little, you kind of just fall to the wayside. So how do you go about doing cardio? Depends on the person. 
if you're the type of person that <clears throat> plays sports, then you're generally going to be doing high intensity stuff for the most part. Um, think of a basketball player running back and forth. Think of a, uh, in terms of soccer or football, football playing or running back and forth through that field. Um, for those more intense with the running, we think of like track and field, right? So those athletes that are running track. Um, these are the kind of people that are going to be at the highest level of the, the cardio conditioning simply because their sport requires them to run a lot. But it doesn't necessarily mean that's what you have to do. Again, it's all dependent on the person. What is the goal? If your goal is to be an athlete, then obviously that's the type of training you're going to have to do. But if your goal is just to, you know, have good cardio, you don't have to go that crazy. So generally... What I would like to recommend to most people is to get to a point where you can at least run a 10-minute mile. That, at the bare minimum, will get you at 50 to 65% of uh, cardio conditioning better than the general population. And that would at least stave off any kind of medical complications you're going to have moving forward into the future. Obviously, if you can sustain that. If you can make that better, by all means. Also, walking. People don't think of walking as a cardio just simply because it's not, it's not that type of cardio that you would think of that makes you want to, that, that's like torture, right? It's not like that type of cardio where you're running back and forth and you can't breathe and you have a pain in your side. You have this uh, pain in the, what are you, what's your spleen or something. Um, walking is the, almost one of the best types of cardio that you can do simply because one, it's sustainable. Two, it's not that difficult. And three, you can do it at any time. So whenever you're going to go do anything, if you have any chores, if you have anything that requires you to travel, if you can walk that distance, I would say that that's probably the most beneficial thing for you to do. Now, obviously, if you're short on time, time management, which is actually the next thing we're going to be talking about. Um, but if you have the time or wake up a little bit earlier and make the time, go walking instead as opposed to you taking the, the bus or the train or taking an Uber um, or driving for that matter. That way you can get your cardio in without it needing to be something that drastic. Um, what would you think or what, what do you have in mind? What type of cardio do you like doing? And how do you go like go about it? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely walking is a good one. Um, I had tried that. Uh, biking is a good one. Uh, jump into rope. And running, definitely. Uh, best cardio is sex. Yeah, we agree on that. <laughs> uh, now, um, aside of that, to be honest, I, I'm not the best person to ask about cardio because I do hate it. Uh, when I was, you know, back in the days, when I was young, <laughs> I just, well, anyways, back in the days, I was an athlete. So I would used to keep, um, that used to keep me on, you know, on the line, in shape, because I was always running. But nowadays, most of my time is spent in front of a computer, uh, stretching, uh, um, what is it called? Weightlifting has been uh, one of my keys. But when it comes to cardio, I do, I can run as five mile without dying for sure. I know that. But aside of that, I'm pretty sure I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not able to like pass the five mile. Uh, when it comes to biking, same thing. I was my, my top top ride was about like a 40 mile ride which was really good i was proud of myself but 
um yeah the weather is kind of trash to go outside to bike as well anyways nowadays so i'm trying to see if i can just do like a little bit of a stairs in a stairs out actually a stairs used to be really fun when i used to go to the gym a stairs were, were really fun definitely and it's really good you know it gives you the booty too so if you're a girl yeah. definitely recommend that um but okay stairs wow uh, let me see I usually do stairs, jumping the rope, and running. That would be my top three cardios. Wait, actually, no, my top three. Let me let me rephrase that. Yeah. <laughs> I had to clear. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. But yeah, uh, so stairs, jumping the rope, sex. That would be my best cardios. That okay. I'm, 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 I need to do the, the stairs. I just keep with that. Because now that I'm back in the gym, definitely can do that. Cause, yeah, stair master is pretty yeah. good. And again something that you would do every day right walking stairs right mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. like usually uh, oh yeah that's actually a good one too every time i go to the city and i gotta go down to the subway i usually take the stairs not down down and up i mm-hmm. always yeah it's one of my my policies if i can take the stairs i take the stairs but yeah oh my husband's about to die anyway yep that's it man um, just <clears throat> wherever you can fit it in just put it in it doesn't have to be like I have to set this. Set, I have to put this set amount of time to do cardio today. Mm-hmm. It's wherever you can find it. You can do it every day at any point. It doesn't really matter where. Again, walking the stairs in the subway or going up and down wherever you are in a building or something, as opposed to taking the elevator. These little mm-hmm. things they add up over time, and yeah, eventually, sure. you'll be burning extra amount of calories. So that's either going to put you at a caloric deficit in terms of you want to lose weight or it's just going to give you that extra little bit of room so you can eat a little bit more if you want to mm-hmm. eat more. If you're the type of person that likes eating, right? Mm-hmm. See. I'm, just, I'm that but same yeah. type of person. Yeah, I know you eat a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like when, yeah, I think it was yesterday you say you eat one meal a day. I was like, you're lying. <laughs> Bro, yesterday you want to know what I did? So I went to What's McDonald's. Uh huh. But five mcchickens uh one 20 piece thing of uh chicken nuggets and then i bought a kit kat bar with a crunch bar <laughs> damn nah that's something that you will never hear from me you will never hear that i went to mcdonald's willingly maybe i went to mcdonald's because somebody you know wanted mcdonald's and i went to with them and uh the least that i got was uh maybe like coffee or something I don't. I don't really eat fast food, guys. I'm really against that because <laughs> it's trash. No, that, nah, if, if you listen, enjoy it, then the for it. all means. Nah, definitely. Uh, what did I eat yesterday? Nah, I could. I got soup. My veggies on. Some tuna. Decent, you know. I. Not like a savage like me, right? Not at all. I don't. I don't eat. I don't eat fast food, especially McDonald's. I stay away from McDonald's as much as I can. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. The fast food isn't really the best place to go for food. But yeah. when you have a craving for it and you only eat one meal a day, you can kind of get away with it. See, that's the thing, though. I cannot crave it because I don't try it. I've never tried it before. I mean, I probably tried it before, but yo, bro, I didn't know what a chopped cheese was until my junior year. No, but a chopped cheese, that's that's like New York. Exactly. Oh, well, that's true. I'm not from New York. Um... I didn't know what working. I never had Burger King until I was on, on on my trip to Spain. I had it because that was the only familiar thing on the airline. I mean, on the 
on the airport in Ireland. And I was like, okay, I should get this. And that was the first time I ever tried Burger King. Um, Taco Bell, I still haven't tried it. Oh, you got to try Taco Bell. Like, especially when you're drunk? Oof. I heard, I, heard, I heard Taco Bell was the only, like, healthiest. Nah, healthy, they're all trash. But in terms of, like, quality, <clears throat> I feel like mm-hmm. Taco Bell's up there. I don't know. I like my McDonald's. They've been getting better over time. Mm-hmm. And also, you got the chip <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Relating to, like, stocks and stuff. You know, McDonald's has been right. doing a lot of partnerships, right? So they oh, got yeah, a lot. Partnerships with, like, Travis Scott and now Jay Balvin. So these guys are actually <laughs> starting to do stuff. That's cool. No, no, they're they're innovating. I like that. To be honest, I like that they're, they're innovating. But they're mm-hmm. they're trash. Oh, I I work in a Dunkin' Donuts, so I kind of know how the fast food is being held in storage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nah. It's trash. That's whatever. Again, it took each their own. Every once in a while, not a problem. If you do it every day, it's definitely a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I agree with you. Like. Whatever, like my my guilty pleasure is ramen. I gotta go for ramen somewhere. Ramen, sushi, uh, barbecue. Uh, usually, those are the type of restaurants I visit a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Buffalo. Oh shit, Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings is probably one of the fast foods that I kind of frequent a lot. Actually, look, check this out. I bought the sauce the other day. <clears throat> the buffalo. Chili pepper. How good is that? So this one, it's a sweet one. It's called Asian Zing from Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Um, it's pretty good. But I mix it with sriracha just to make it spicy. Mm, really good, really good. I see you getting into spicy food. Me? Okay. And I've always been into spicy food. What are you talking about? Oh, shit. Yeah, you probably were. Yeah. Come on, bro. Don't you remember we went for that ramen and we just ordered oh, a spicy it's... one? Yo, we ate two plate <laughs> i can't believe it, was it. It, w- it was good i forgot the name of the place but it's somewhere in chinatown really good ramen we were starving after that we were like oof. so I satisfied two of those Spikes. i knew they were huge too like like huge that's, that's crazy okay, so you can't eat it was like one meal a day yeah but all right let's see uh, um let's move on let's that- move on Wraps up food. the cardio and food, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Let's jump I mean, into it, the la- Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I was going to say, I mean, if you do the cardio, you can, um, what do you call that? Fuck, I'm forgetting my words. If you can do the cardio, you can afford to eat more. There you yeah. go. That's why I do it, man. I walk everywhere, so that way I have that extra space to eat those calories. Um, all right. right. Last topic of the day. We have... In the personal time development management. section, we have time management. So, time management. This is uh, definitely one of those things that most people struggle with. Um, college students are definitely one of those people more susceptible to have a lot of time management issues just because you have so much on your plate and it's kind of hard to kind of keep it all balanced out. So, what's a good, what do you, what, like just starting off, what's one thing you do that's really good with time management? Uh, it's fucking discipline, man. It's all about discipline. Uh, definitely keep a calendar. Now, if you're not the per- type of person to have an online calendar, like uh, Google calendars or Apple calendars, whichever works for you, then get a planner. Um, now, 
in terms of like time management, I always been like decent at it. I am not that type of person who's very unorganized in that sense. I try to make time for like, you know, my, the priorities that I have to do, my projects and also the people to socialize. But at the same time, you have to be able to prioritize. You gotta know what you gotta do in order to be able to manage your time efficiently. And also when you're studying, there are tricks that you can take when it comes to time. Cause you cannot spend like a whole night or like three to four hours of studying the same subject. Switch around, see what works for you. Um, but yeah, I feel, I think that it, it all comes down to discipline. It mm-hmm. all comes down to discipline. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so something that I like to do, um, mm-hmm. I make a list, like a to-do list. Now, I've, mm-hmm. mess- I've tried it before where I made the, the list in such a way where like I organize my schedule. So like 6 a.m. I wake up. At like six twenty, I go to this, uh, the bathroom. Uh, by six forty-five, I'm sitting down studying, and then by seven, I'm, uh, I don't know, from like six forty-five to like eight forty-five, I'm studying, and then from nine to like twelve or nine to ten or nine mm-hmm. to eleven, I'm working out. That that scheduling, if it works for you and if you can manage it, kudos to you because I can't do it whatsoever. It's mm-hmm. just it's too rigid and sometimes yep. things either take a little too long or I can finish it a lot faster. And if I put myself in that, that little scheduler and that routine and I don't complete it in the same way that I set it out, I don't really feel like I'm productive or as productive as I should be. So instead of making it that structured, what I do is I set out the whole list. What do I need to do today? Not in any particular organization or time frame. What do I need to do today? Mm-hmm. And then one by one, I just check it off the list. If I need to study this, I'll just do it, check it off the list. If I need to work out, do it, check it off the list. That way, I know what I have to do, but I don't feel like I'm restricted because of my time. No, I completely agree with you on the, you know, the tab by tab by tab by tab by tab. Because I have done it and it did not work for me. Same reasons as Randy. I didn't feel like I was productive if I didn't keep line by line. For example, if I had the exact time, I had to be doing that thing. And if I was not doing it, I feel like I didn't accomplish anything. So it's kind of like a mindset that that drags you. So it didn't work for me. Uh, it might work for you. Let, let us know if it worked for you because it's so tedious in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, I do something similar as Randy's about like, you know, the... Um, that to-do list, I usually have it on this whiteboard right here. Uh, depending on the date, I usually put the due date. For example, if I have a project, I put the due date in it. Uh, you might not be able to see it, but it's not here yet, yet, because I have it on my other, on my paper right now, because I was doing something here. But I put the due date, I put everything. Uh, for example, if I had a project due a certain time, a certain date, I put the due date. I don't really put a to-do. So I have that as you know, like to do, and then another column, the daily things I need to accomplish. So for example, that day I say, uh, start studying for my exam or work half an hour for this or write a cover letter. I put it there and then same thing. I sometimes, time to time, I don't finish to check them out completely, but I feel like I'm more productive that way than doing line by line. Yeah, the blocks, the blocks of time. 
definitely agree on you with that. It's a really good habit to get into. Um, but the keeping a calendar is very, very important, in my opinion, for meetings, classes. Um, like, for example, the, this podcast, I have it on my calendar as well. If it's like a daily thing, you need to make sure that you know what you are going to be doing at that time. So later on, for example, somebody asks you, what are you going to do around 3 p.m. on Wednesday? You know exactly what you're doing now. Um, but yeah, so I think keeping a calendar up to date is very important, but you don't need to do like, you know, that, that little blocks, little yeah. block. Yeah. But uh, yeah, whatever, whatever works for you, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So like, again, the way you were saying it, I, that's started, that's something I started messing around with. I do, mm-hmm. I have like, um, like I just put out a to-do list, right. And that's just like things that I have to get done. And then I have a daily thing that I have to do. Like on a yeah. daily basis, I have to do what I have to work out. I have to work. We're doing this podcast on a weekly basis. We are, or I'm doing other stuff on the side or in terms of my trading and my investment and investing. So these are daily things that I'm doing every day. And I just have that set aside. And then I have my to-do list. And I can even break it down a little bit further into like things I have to do on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis quarterly yearly that way i'm kind of organized in such a way where i kind of see everything but i'm not so mm -hmm. like boxed in because i'm always setting out blocks of time when i have to do things uh i see where you're coming from i i usually don't go more than a week uh from things i have to say unless it's like a project i had to do like in a month i don't put it out there um yeah i think that would be a little bit tedious for me because i'm always shifting uh things around in my life so yeah whatever works man try it out see what works for you if you don't know oh wait uh hold on hold on hold on now that i think about it um i usually do that on like my journal about my goals that's not really like you know setting it up but yeah i I put like things i want to accomplish on on usually a year i used i used to do it on monthly basis but um turns out that instead of like you know recapping my day i try that to like journal my day but instead of that i just have a notebook next to my 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 like my bed and i sometimes at night that's where i come up with the best ideas so i just so writing and trust me my ideas go crazy like last night i went to i, I went to bed at 10 30ish and I was just on my head until like 12. Jesus. <laughs> it was so bad. Nah, but I had really good ideas. And that's the thing about me. Whenever I come up with an idea, I have to like break it down. No, nah, that's like perfect. It. That's the only way you're going to actually so like bad. bring that into fruition. Otherwise, that idea is just going to stay in your head. Yeah. Right. So that's why I would recommend if you're the type of person like me who uh, deals with, I don't know if that's an issue, but I, constantly get ideas like whenever i go to a social event i'll be like on my head that's a good idea yeah i'll be trust me i've done that like i went to the farm i was like bro if i if you get like amount of acres of land to this and that i was thinking of that it's crazy but i just write it down it's the best way to get rid of that get rid of your head and the ideas out there too so you never know it can become true now Mm -hmm. most of the ideas those uh, what I mean, most of the ideas don't say have to become true. Uh, we could actually talk about this later on. In the future. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, time management. Um, keep track of the tasks. Be disciplined about it. So make sure that you actually complete them. And experiment, I would say, with calendars, journals, and to-do lists, depending on the type of person. Mm-hmm. Whatever works. You will see. All right. I think that settles it. We uh, hit everything. Any last words before we sign out? Uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we actually have a consistent audience of... Hey, stop. Sorry, that was my alarm. Um, <laughs> we, I was, we have a consistent audience of 10 to 12, which is really great to see. Um, thank you for everybody who's listening. And if you have any suggestions, let us know. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. We're just having fun shooting the shit, taking it day by day. Uh, We'll see what happens with the stock market today. It should be interesting. And that's it. Take care. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Peace.